0: You're listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast, the podcast of author Josh Vasquez. That's me. This is the podcast where I talk about all kinds of things. Uh, I talk about zombie stuff. I talk about writing and books and movies and nerdy things and, uh, you know, whatever whatever I feel like talking about. It's pretty much how this thing works. Uh, Yeah. So, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Uh, It is Wednesday. I keep having to remind myself that because uh, We're running everything like ahead of schedule at work And so I'm really ran my Thursday and but it's Wednesday and I just my mind it's just everywhere So I got that Thursday feel but it's like I said, it's Wednesday Um, But uh, yeah, so hey, what's going on? Um, I tried to record an episode last week on. I want to say Thursday (laughs) and uh, yeah so I was a good man I was good like halfway home so you know I was halfway into this thing and uh, just having a good old time and I got a phone call I won't say from who because I don't want them to feel bad even though I'm pretty sure they don't listen to this podcast which kind of breaks my heart a little bit Um, but I got a phone call and um, it stopped the recording (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I was, I was pretty blowed about it. So, uh, yeah, I just, uh, uh <laughs> I was like, man, I don't even much feel like doing this job over again. So I didn't, y'all. I didn't, you know? I just didn't. Um, so I think, uh, I think that episode I was talking about the Mandalorian and Disney Plus. Um, which I still do want to talk about the Mandalorian. Um, but, not, not today. Today's episode is brought to you by... Nobody because I don't have any I don't have any sponsors yet um, except for anchor FM uh, they, they do a little sponsorship of this podcast, which is pretty cool, and I appreciate their sponsorship um, And you'll hear that ad uh, later in this episode. So uh, yeah, anyways Today's episode is going to be about a new zombie show on the Netflix It is called Daybreak uh, It's pretty good I like it, I enjoyed it, um, and, uh, yeah, so, I'm, you guys know this, I'm a big zombie nerd, obviously, um, so, um, I like a lot of zombie things, and I'm, I'm pretty, uh, pretty open to your interpretation of zombies, or whatever you want to call them, um, of course, you know, there are some movies out there that, you know, they're just, they're just lower budget, they're just, you know, they're, you know, they're designed not to be good, I think, you know? Uh, A lot of straight-to-DVD or, uh, um, you know, like the kinds that, you know, just look like they're super, they're just super lame, you know? Um, But sometimes they turn out to be gems, and of course my favorite one uh, is a low-budget movie, indie movie called Hide and Seek. If you can find it, it's really funny. Um, It's one of the movies that actually got me and my buddy in high school to be like, hey, you know what? we can do this, like, we can, we can totally make a zombie movie, a low-budget deal, and it be just as good as this, um, and so, yeah, hide and seek, uh, or excuse me, hide and creep, and, uh, yeah, go check that out, one of the things that kind of got the Savannah zombie train rolling, uh, but it's basically, uh, it's basically kind of takes place in the south, and it's like, uh, you know, rednecks and all these different kind of southern tropes and. uh, Zombie apocalypse—it's a lot of fun. So uh, check it out; it's good. Um, but yeah, that's not not this week's. This week's they got the full uh, uh, Netflix treatment uh, with looks like a pretty decent budget. Uh, the special effects in Daybreak are pretty dang good, y'all. And I mean, I'm sure there is CGI—excuse me, CGI used in it, but very sparingly, I would think, uh, or at least it's not, like, over the top, like, uh, everything is very, like, a lot of practical effects and stuff like that, which is super cool, because, you know, it's so easy for, especially, like, TV shows, to use the CGI as a cheaper way of doing things, um, and trying to keep some of those costs down while still getting, like, these, huge cinematic things, but Daybreak does this awesome job with, uh, their practical effects, uh, their zombies, or excuse me, ghoulies, as they call them in the show, um, which, you know, every show's gotta call their, uh, gotta call their zombies something, something different, you know, everybody's gotta call, they just can't call them zombies, I'm, I'm, my opinion is, just call them zombies, man, that's what they are, even if, like, they're not, you know, 100% zombies, just, just, that's, you know, that's, that's the name, you know, that's just call them that, um, so I kind of, uh, in my, in my riding I just kind of, st- uh, steer into the curve there, and, uh, I just call them zombies, you know, or Z's for short, um, now, of course, like, there's a whole bunch of different other names that we use, but, yeah, so anyways, uh, Daybreak, uh, they call them Ghoulies, I don't remember if there's a reason why they call them Ghoulies, I think that's just the name that they came up with, um, yeah, so it's really good. It's based on a graphic novel, uh, also named Daybreak, uh, by Brian Ralph, uh, who happens to be a local professor here at, uh, the Savannah College of Arts and Design, or SCAD for short. Uh, he wrote this thing, uh, about a decade ago, and, um, yeah, so, in, anyways, it just got picked up by Netflix, they made the the first season of the show, and it looks pretty promising, um, seems like it's got a lot of positive reviews and good feedback for it, so that probably get that second season, um, which would be good, because I really enjoyed it, um, it takes the basic premise of the, the graphic novel, which is you're kind of reading it in a first-person perspective, um, so, like, obviously, you, you don't kind of get to interact with the the characters in the book, but the characters in the book are interacting with you. Um, so, yeah, it kind of takes that vibe and uh, puts it in the show by having the main character do um, breaking the fourth wall and, and talking to the audience and kind of, like, telling his story, and then it happens uh, with... Um, a, is it all i wouldn't say all the characters but like each character almost like the main characters kind of get like their own episode where they kind of get to tell their own story and they all do it different ways uh it's really good i really like that whole uh that whole way of using the show it's like how do we kind of take this this idea that's in the graphic novel and translate that into a show and then not only translate it into a show but kind of like how do we do this for each episode and I thought that was a really cool, really inventive way of doing that, um, where they kind of broke it down, and, you know, there's the main character, Josh, uh, which, you know, I'm all for having main character's named Josh. Uh, definitely, probably one of the better names out there in the world, uh, in my humble opinion. Uh, but, yeah, so, anyways, main character's name is Josh, and uh, he kind of starts off the show uh, very... Uh, Very, uh, Breaking the Fourth Wall, very, uh, Ferris Bueller-like, which happens to be a huge, huge influence on this show, which is awesome, uh, because one of the characters, Principal Burr, is, uh, a.k.a. Baron Triumph, is played by none other than Matthew Broderick himself, so, that's pretty cool. Um, kind of goes full circle from him uh, being the uh, the kid who skipped school to have an amazing day to now he's, now he's the principal with all the responsibilities and he's trying to get these kids to act right. Just trying to get these kids to act right. And uh, so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I think uh, the way that like I've been describing it to people uh is kind of borrowing from Pineapple Express and so imagine if Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Dawn of the Dead had a baby and then Mad Max and Zombieland had a baby and then by chance those two babies met and they had a baby that's Daybreak um so I feel like it's just like a, a kind of a mix of a whole bunch of things going on in the show but it mixes well it does really good um So, if you haven't seen this on Netflix, maybe you don't have Netflix, maybe you jumped the ship and you're over on that Disney Plus train now, like I am, and actually, uh, I thought my subscription ran out this past Tuesday, and it ran out on uh, Sunday, and I was like, I just like, uh, saw the notification when I got on Netflix that day and I was like, oh man, I got two episodes left at Daybreak, so like I had to binge those last two episodes Sunday night before my (laughs) before my Netflix uh, subscription ran out. Uh, but yeah, so if you haven't, uh, if you don't, if you don't even know what I'm talking about, I just like started rambling. That's how excited I am about this show. (laughs) Um, but if you don't know what I'm talking about, you don't, you haven't seen it on Netflix or you haven't heard anything about it, uh, basically the premise is, uh, it's the zombie apocalypse or the Ghoulie apocalypse, whatever you want to call it. Um, and uh, basically, a bunch of bombs go off, and all the adults are pretty much for the most part dead. And um, uh, all basically, it's just all all these teenagers left alive, and they have like now formed all these Mad Max like road warrior uh, like tribes and stuff like that uh, out of their cliques. You know, you got the Jocks, you've got the uh, the Cheer um, what else are there? There's the there's the golf team, who's kind of like a sub, <laughs> a sub tribe within the jock tribe. Um, uh, what else do you got? Uh, there's like the the science like nerds. I forget what they're called. Uh, man, what are they called? The Wozniaks, I think, <laughs> which of course is you know Steve Wozniak from uh, co-creator of Apple. And uh, what was the other one? There's the 4-H club. Is that all of them? I think that, yeah, I think that was all of them. Um, I mean, there's more in the show, I think. But, uh, yeah, it's it's super funny, kind of. It's it's high school, but in the apocalypse, and all these teens are are very uh, uh, just, you know, like, they're kind of working together, but obviously they're, you know, they're still in their cliques. It's still very, like, you know, it's the end of the world, but, you know, we're still teenagers, so <laughs> um, it's it's got a lot of funny parts with that. Um, let's see, what else, what else It's It's really funny, it's really I think well written Um, as far as uh Like the jokes and all that And like the heart of the show Like I feel like everything really lands Um, the only thing like to me personally Is like, and this is I'll get a little bit deeper into this But like, I felt like the teenagers Are like, they're like super woke (laughs) which, like, they kind of, like, make, uh, not make fun of, but, like, they kind of, like, like, poke at and, like, talk about in the show about the teenagers being, kind of, like, being that way, um, and, uh, so, like, this is, like, the first time that, like, I've really, like, watched a show, and I feel like I've identified with the, uh, adults more than the teenagers, and, like, I'm, I'll, be 32 on the 30th, so, I mean, obviously, like, I've been an adult for a while now, but, like, I've always worked, uh, I worked with teenagers, like, uh, straight out of high school, um, and uh, I worked in youth ministry for a long time, um, and I don't, I don't know, I just, I feel like I've always had, like, a, like, a young person's heart, and, uh, kind of always just been, like, you know, uh, I've been on the same page with teenagers, and, like, this is the first time that I'm like, dude, like, I don't know if I like these teenagers. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, and I just felt myself connecting to uh, Matthew Brodick's, uh Principal Burr character, and, uh, and then uh, Christina Rodriguez's uh, Miss Crumble character, um, who is... So they're both adults, right? And they, they somehow survived. I won't spoil it. Um, and they uh, basically... They both got some stuff going on. Uh, she kind of is... They Basically, they, they call her the witch at first. Um, and she's just like this crazy person. She's not a ghoulie, but she kind of is. Um, uh, I think they call her the ghoulie witch. And uh, yeah, so she's like she's had some, she's had some trauma, and, uh, her episode's really good, and, uh, Christina Rodriguez just does a great job with this character, because she plays her as completely insane, but at the same time, like, she's still got those aspects of being a teacher, not wanting to hurt these kids, and, um, just, just a lot of heart, just a lot of heart in there, there's just a lot of heart in this show, to be honest with you, like, I was, I was really surprised by that, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of tender moments, and, um, you know, I think that's a good, good balance for, uh, any zombie apocalypse, uh, story, is you gotta have, you gotta have the zombie humor, and the zombie gore, and you gotta have that heart, um, and so, uh, yeah, Daybreak definitely checks off all of those boxes. Um, I think, yeah, and I, those were just a couple of my uh, couple of my favorite things in the show. Definitely uh, Miss Crumble, and then uh, Principal Burr, uh, Matthew Broderick's character. Um, I don't want to get too much into it, um, spoiler-wise, right now. Um, uh, we'll do a little bit of spoilers and stuff like that uh, in in a later segment. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I felt like the adult characters were really well played, um, there's the whole aspect, uh, excuse me, aspect of teenagers and adults and, like, not seeing eye to eye and stuff like that, um, there's plenty of, uh, you know, adults mess the world up and now we're stuck with it kind of stuff, which... To me I was kind of like eye-rolling but then again I guess I'm also an adult so <laughs> you know um it's uh yeah it, it was definitely weird kind of watching the show and being I don't know it's just it's the first time that I've kind of ever like I don't know I've ever felt that way um which you know it's good when shows make you feel feel things right that's what that's that's what TV and cinema's all about um making you feel things doesn't matter if it's a superhero movie or if it's, you know, a, a, a dark, gritty crime drama, you know? It's it's all about... Movies make different... You know, different movies make different people feel different things. And uh, I don't think we should be putting too many labels on cinema. I know it's a big talk right now. Uh, with uh, Martin Scorsese and his opinions on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, but yeah, I think Daybreak checks off a lot of the all the right boxes and even the ones that I kind of rolled my eyes at um it's it I I never felt like it was like out of out of place in the story and especially like as as a writer as an author um as a storyteller I guess um yeah I never once when I was watching the show was like okay that's that's dumb it it there were dumb things, but it all makes sense in that universe, um, so, and I think that's the important thing, especially when you're telling a story, like, it can be as dumb as you want, but if it makes sense in your universe, then, then it works, you know? Um, so Daybreak definitely does all that. Um, see, is there anything else I want to talk about before we go into spoiler zone? Um, Nope, I think that's it. So we'll just end it there. I'll do a quick uh, sponsorship from Anchor FM. Thanks for listening. Um, If you're interested in uh, starting your own podcast, definitely pay attention to this ad. Don't skip ahead. Don't skip ahead. I appreciate it, and we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Thanks for listening to that ad. Uh, I know ads can be annoying sometimes, but I actually do get a little tiny, little tiny bit from uh, from that ad. So uh, I appreciate you listening to the show and I appreciate you listening to that ad. Um, if a podcast is something that you were kind of always wanting to do, uh, Anchor FM does make it super easy. I really want to update that ad because I made it uh, made it a while back and I've been doing, doing the podcast for a little while now. So... Um got I could just you know got a little bit more insight and into it um but yeah so anyways uh spoiler zone uh if you hadn't heard me uh in the first half of the episode uh we're talking about Daybreak uh the Netflix series um I definitely wanted to talk about it just a little bit more but I wanted to give it a little uh Spoiler warning, uh, the stuff that we'll talk about in the rest of the episode definitely could uh, spoil the show for you. I don't want that to happen. Um, It's a really good show, and you should really enjoy it without spoilers. Uh, All right, so, yeah, basically, this is a a contagion or a a zombie virus that affects uh, adults. Um, It comes to find out that it's actually because... The teenagers have the HPV vaccine, and for some reason, that protects them from the uh, ghouly virus, and of course, like, the unvaccinated kids get infected, and then all the adults who are too old to get the HP vaccine, um, they, that's how they get infected. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't really know how that works, but hey, that's pretty pretty smart idea for keeping, you know, keeping these, uh, teens alive, like, how could we do it with, with just the teens, that's, that's a pretty smart, that's, I like that, it's a good, it was a good twist, um, of course, uh, the first, like, kind of, uh, twist in the show is that Baron Triumph, uh, is, uh, Principal Burr, so not only, one, did an adult survive, two, the cannibalistic motorcycle riding, uh, Apocalyptic warrior is like Matthew Broderick, <laughs> and uh, he does such a good job. Like in this show, like it, it, the man's got acting chops. Like he's just he's just a he's just a star man. Like he just does such a good job in this show. He uh, just going back and forth between the principal Burr asp- aspect of of his character to the Baron Triumph. This like savage uh cannibalistic but even then he still has like the uh like the sweet side of this this school principal (laughs) who cares about um food allergies and stuff like that um and even then like he uh, eventually is able to take back the school take back over from the evil uh turbo who uh turns out not to be really so evil he's just uh he's just kind of uh I guess that he fell into that role of taking over, and um, so, but yeah, and even as uh, Matthew Broderick's character takes back over the school and basically becomes the principal again, shaves off his uh, apocalypse beard, and um, puts puts the cardigan back on, uh, he you know he just wants to get these kids right, man. He just wants to get these you know these kids need a leader and they need someone to look out for them, and uh, he that's that's who he is now. He is eating kids. <laughs> As he says all this um uh, super funny uh come to find the the last surviving golf team member um which another was another funny thing about the show is how these golf this poor golf team just like is <laughs> slowly picked off throughout the show. And then this this last one, the character, the main characters find him in a closet, and <laughs> the principal's been eating, like keeping him alive and just like cutting off limbs and eating them. Uh, man, it this his show is it's it's funny and it's dark and like I said, it hits all like the right stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, Matthew Broderick's character was definitely um, definitely a lot of fun. Like I said. Um, going back to the Miss Crumble Christina Rodriguez is uh her character um turns out that uh Principal Burr uh tried to murder her because uh she didn't want to what did she not want to she didn't I don't she didn't want to do something and like um this is like pre-apocalypse and actually kind of what saves her is that I think she hits her head as the uh as the bombs go off so um she's kind of left in this um she had this major head trauma but that's kind of what ended up saving her so she is this crazy <laughs> this crazy uh this crazy uh ghouly witch but at the same time she she really struggles with n- not wanting to eat the kids she ends up helping them out and figuring out like how to um uh help the main character josh when he at ac- well, no, he doesn't accidentally, but he cuts off his, like, finger. How to keep that um, infection from spreading and uh, from him turning into a ghoulie and all sorts of things. And, yeah, it was a... She was a really good aspect of the show. Now, let's talk about the kids. Uh, kids. Uh, Colin Ford is uh, Josh. He's the main character in the show. He does a lot of talking to the camera and mostly his story. Um, I... Uh, as far as main characters go like I thought he was pretty good I um, uh, like the main character It does kind of get revealed later That he's not as Good as he seems He's kind of got some I don't want to say backwards views On his relationship with Sam Who is basically the girl that he is trying to find This entire time He made a lot of mistakes in their relationship um, And kind of Is trying to make up for it um, in the apocalypse, and uh, basically he is not kind of like the knight looking for, you know, this lost damsel in distress who Sam turns out not to be. Um, she is very capable of uh, taking care of herself, um, and yeah, it's it's funny because a lot of these characters, because this is a teenage comedy series i guess kind of like they do fall into a lot of the teenage high school uh stereotypes but at the same time like even though like like and this is like my biggest thing too when i'm always telling people about characters and like making uh characters it's okay for them to start out as stereotypes as long as they don't stay that way and i think that is a huge thing about this show is like it would have been so easy for a lot of these characters to stay in their high school, clique, tribe, stereotype kind of deal, um, but Daybreak doesn't do that. Uh, it flushes out um, mo- like all of the the main characters for the most part. Um, everybody kind of gets uh, gets a little bit of the the action, and they get uh, get a chance to tell their own story, which is super cool. Um, it's only 10 episodes. It uh is able to cram in this whole story within those ten episodes. Um it never was there a point where I was like, oh man, I wish so and so had a little bit more screen time. I felt like everybody was pretty even. Um But yeah, so uh let's see is there anything else I want to talk about that's like spoiler-wise, I don't want to ruin it, or uh, this is the ruining part of the show. Um bu- 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 No, I think that's it. That's I think I've I think I've said all the things I want to say. Really hope there's a season two. Um, season one ended with a pretty big twist. I'm not really sure what how I feel about that that twist. I'm still kind of uh, digesting it, so I'm not I'm not I don't want to talk about ex. I'm I'm still kind of working on it myself. Hey, if you hear that sound in the background, that's that's a uh, that's a steamroller. Um, are they still called steamrollers? They don't run on steam anymore. Um, you know, the big thing with the big, the rolly wheel that flattens out stuff that you always see in cartoons. Um, yeah, that's driving by me right now because they're, they're paving this road. Um, so, yeah. Hey, if this is the first time you've listened to this podcast and um, just a heads up, I record this on my way home. I record it in the car, uh, on my phone, via the Anchor FM app. Uh, actually, I use a kind of a combination of apps to get it out there. Anchor FM is the one that I do use to uh, get it out there into the world of podcasting. So uh, yeah, any background noise you hear, it's probably my my change jangling in my in my little cup holder thing here, or uh, a bump that I just ran over like I like I did, or you know, giant steamroller, whatever. what are they I guess just a roller? I mean, I don't know. how does that work? They're not—they're not running on Steam anymore, I don't think. Um, I didn't get too close to find out. Well, I mean, I was right there next to it, but I didn't—I didn't—I didn't look at it that hard. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you should definitely check out Daybreak, even if you're—if you—even if you're not a fan of zombies, like the Ghoulies are definitely ever present in the show, but they really do kind of play a background role in the show, um, which, yeah, so if, like, you're not super into zombies, I think you'd still, would you, would you turn, my guy? That was the slowest turn ever. Another thing about me recording the show while I drive home is sometimes I get that road rage, and, um, yeah, you get to, you get to share that with me, so, but, yeah, definitely check out Daybreak, even if you're not a huge zombie fan. It's a lot of fun. It's funny. Um, it's got, It's got its dark moments. It's it's got its heart moments. Um, I think it's doing pretty well. Um, I don't think I've seen any negative reviews or anything about the show. Everything seems pretty upbeat and positive for the most part. So, yeah, hopefully we'll get that season two. Um, It'd be really cool. Uh, The graphic novel is really cool as well if you get a chance to check that out. Uh, Buy yourself a copy of Daybreak It's definitely it's definitely different than like like The Walking Dead or you know um, Any other kind of like zombie comic out there the first person aspect really is uh, it's really cool really cool way of doing it Um, So definitely check that out Uh, again, the author of that is author slash artist I guess is uh, Brian Ralph and it's just called Daybreak 2, so, um, not Daybreak number 2, Daybreak also, um, you know, and so, yeah, check out both of those, uh, that's, uh, yeah, so that's my review of Daybreak, uh, Netflix series, um, I don't think I have any more to say about that, I do want to go back and talk about The Mandalorian on Disney Plus, uh, like I said earlier, I have, switched over, I canceled my Netflix, um, finished it out by finishing Daybreak, and then uh, ended my my subscription. Now I'm a Disney Plus boy, uh, which makes sense because I got two little girls. Um, we've just been watching Disney movies and shows, and it's been a lot of fun. A lot of Tangled, a lot of Frozen. We watched The Jungle Book the other day for the first time. um, Which, really, I wanted to watch The Jungle Book just so my daughter would have a frame of reference when we watched Tailspin. Because we started watching Tailspin, and I was like, wait a minute, she doesn't even know who these characters are. (laughs) So, yeah, so we had to backtrack, shoot back, and uh, and watch that Jungle Book. But, y'all, that Mandalorian... If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know I'm a Star Wars fan. You know I'll be uh, introducing this podcast where I say sometimes I talk about nerdy things. And one of those things is Star Wars. Dude, this Mandalorian show is so good, y'all. Um, so, yeah, I definitely want to blabber on about that for a while. Just like I did Daybreak. Uh, first two episodes are out right now. I don't know when the next episode comes out. I Yeah, I really should know that. <laughs> but I don't. Um so uh, what else? I think what I'm trying to think of what else happened in that last episode that I recorded that <laughs> got didn't didn't save for some reason. Um oh yeah, so we had the uh, Savannah Authors Expo. That went really well. Um it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun meeting new authors um some of the uh, same authors that go to all the events uh it's always fun kind of catching up with them uh, bup, 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 but yeah it was really it was really cool uh Savannah Coffee Roasters hosted us so I pretty much drank coffee all day um which was awesome and uh yep that was fun uh bup, 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 unrolled or Yeah, unrolled the new uh, CJ story paperback, which the CJ story is the uh, short story that I set in between the first and second books in my Savannah Zombie series. Um, It's always been a free ebook. Uh, It's kind of always been my like teaser Um, here. Try this. Uh, first hits for free uh, if you like this then maybe you'll like the books kind of deal so i've always just had that that ebook for free but i actually wanted to make up some uh some paperbacks for for events and uh to take into uh, local stores here into savannah I'll be like hey here's uh you know it's a little bit cheaper for them to like buy these little books and stuff like that than it is um you know the full-on novels it's just just a way of getting my work out there you know um. What else is new? All right. So, things I want to do this month. Uh, I want to do. Uh, I want to do an episode on the Mandalorian. Uh, talk about that. Uh, just talk about uh, Star Wars and Disney Plus and how I'm excited for all that stuff. Um, some of the uh, Marvel shows that'll be coming out on uh, Disney Plus as well. So that'll probably be the next episode. Um, I try to be a little bit more consistent with my episode posting this month uh, and the rest of the year. I uh, try to start off strong in January. Uh, and then, of course, the next thing that I got got planned for the Savannah Zombie podcast is, uh, I want to do a reading of North Pole zombies uh, kind of getting us in the 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 uh, the mood for Christmas coming up. Um, I'm a big proponent of, you know, I don't like Christmas music before Thanksgiving, um, uh, which is actually, if if you know me, it's a big step because I used to just really not care for Christmas music at all. Um, and, uh, so, yeah, um, I just, I just enjoy fall, I just enjoy the whole Halloween to Thanksgiving period, I just don't like to rush it, um, I just, you know, I, I'm fine with Christmas, you know, stuff kind of starting with Thanksgiving, and, uh, you know, right after that, but anyways, uh, one of the things I kind of want to do is, uh, I wrote this short story called North Pole Zombies, and it's basically, uh, Santa Claus, It's goes back to the North Pole, and all, all the elves are sick, and oh no, they're zombies, and now Santa Claus has got to put them all down, so uh, it was a lot of fun to write, is kind of like one of those passion projects, like I had did this one just for me, um, and uh, not really anybody else, but I put it out there in the world for other people to enjoy. Um, so, it's not going to be like full audiobook quality. Like if you were to go back and uh, listen to the uh, CJ story audiobook that I posted on this podcast, if you go back, at, uh, it's back near the beginning of when I started doing episodes. Um, you can check that out. The CJ story is is out there. It's recorded by me. Um, so, but it is definitely more um, audiobook, I guess, quality. Uh, where I want to do this kind of North Pole zombies, uh, I want to do it more of a reading, more of a more of a Josh by the the fireside reading you this this Christmas tale, and and getting everybody all hyped up for Christmas. Um, I feel like it's a good good bridge going from uh, Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas is uh, Christmas zombie horror, <laughs> and so that's one of the things I got planned for uh, for the podcast. Uh, the only thing, uh, about that is I just gotta find a nice quiet time to do that. Um, I can't, can't read and record a podcast while I'm driving home from work or driving to work, uh, because that would require me to look at two things at once and I try not to do that. Um. So, like, right now, um, I normally just have, I, a lot of times I'll have, like, actually my gaming headset hooked up to this, uh, to my iPhone and record it that way. Right now, I just got the phone, and I'm just just talking and just using that old iPhone microphone. So, if it sounds not as good as usual because I don't have my headset, y'all. I'm sorry, okay? Doing my best here. Just trying to get this episode out. Um, trying to make sure nobody calls me <laughs> during the middle of it and deletes this whole thing. Um but yeah. Anyways, that's it. Hey, um thanks for listening. Uh I really do appreciate your listens. Uh it, it means a lot to me. Uh if you uh feel inclined to go leave a review for it, it would it'd be super helpful for the podcast, for getting it out there. Um it is something that I, I wanna put more time into and uh really just, you know, be more consistent with, um, but, you know, sometimes i just be getting bummed out, be like, when, uh, the episode doesn't save, or, like, I just feel like nobody cares, nobody cares about, about this podcast, and, uh, so, but, you know, it's still in the beginning stages, um, and, you know, it, it just, it'd be like that sometimes, so, anyways, hey, like I said, thanks for listening, I appreciate it, talk to you next time, uh we'll be talking about that old Mandalorian and Disney Plus. So uh, pretty excited about that. And uh, alright, that's it. Hey everybody, this is Josh. Hey, um, so if you are an indie author or self-published author and uh, you're looking for a way to get your book out there, uh, yeah, I'd be interested in uh, doing some sponsorships for your book or your book series or, you know, whatever, whatever you're doing. Out there, you know? Um, so, I'm I'm self-published, as you guys have probably heard, listening to the podcast. And so, uh, I know what it's like. I know what it's like trying to get your work out there. It's kind of hard to uh, find outlets for that sometimes, especially when it's just you. It's just you. One company of uh, one person. So... Uh, if you are interested in, in doing some ads, some advertisements on the Savannah Zombie Podcast, you can reach me a number of ways. You can leave me a message here on Anchor FM, if that's the app you're using to listen to this. Or you can just shoot me an email at josh at SavannahZombinovel.com. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you and uh, looking forward to helping out.